In this episode of Locked On Capitals, I talk about Vitek Vanacek. Should the Washington Capitals consider retaining his services? We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about Vitek Vanacek. In the previous episode, I talked about Ilya Samsonov. And what I'm going to do here is just kind of showcase and talk a little bit about who the player is, a season review, and if the Capitals should try to retain uh, Vitek's services. And uh, I kind of tend to think that they should. If you take a look at Vitek Vanacek, they got him on a cheap contract. It was around $750,000. So to get a goaltender of that caliber is quite uh, something, to be honest with you. Then later in the show, we are going to talk to you a little bit about the history, um, the scouting report on Vitek Vanacek. And then in the final segment, we are going to talk about if the capital should, in fact, try to re-sign Vitek. All right, so to start it off here, um, you know, like what I was talking about in the previous podcast, that I know the knee-jerk reaction uh, at the end of the season was is that we should get rid of all the netminders that are so horrible. But if you actually take a look at their records and statistics, they actually played rather well. The Washington Capitals got 100 points between Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek. And as you take a look around the NHL, you will notice that there are a lot of teams that did not get 100 points. So say what you will about the netminding situation in Washington. Um, they were able to string together 100 points. Now that says a lot for that tandem. Um, just based on what you heard about them in the media and the Capitals beat writers, you would have thought that they were just a horrible tandem. And I know that there has been inconsistency and that was their biggest uh, issue. If anyone ever complains about the Washington Capitals net mining situation, it's always the consistency and it's a valid point. But if you, you know, zoom in the lens a little bit, you know, just really take the face off the clock and look at the gears. What you will see is the the defense oftentimes is what was folding in front of them. You know, the greatest goaltender in the world can only make, uh, you know, certain saves. They need that solid defense in front of them. Um, if you take a look at some really great goaltenders that were, uh, you know, traded and moved to other teams, Sometimes you'll notice that, that, you know, there was a big drop off and you kind of look at, you know, what was wrong there? You know, more specifically, if you take a look at Braden Holtby, when he left Washington and uh, went out to Vancouver, he had quite a horrible year there. And what is one of the things that was wrong with Vancouver was a horrible defense. They did not have the Washington Capitals defense or at least the 2018 Washington Capitals defense in front of them. And subsequently, Braden Holpe had a horrible season in Vancouver. He has since then, of course, moved on to Dallas. Um, He's injured, but uh, when he wasn't injured, he was playing rather well. So 
And that's what I'm saying is sometimes you need to just kind of take a little bit, you know, a finer tooth comb and take a look at the back of their hockey card, so to speak, and see what kind of player is Vitek Vanacek. Because if you take a look at him overall, uh, he was drafted in the second round, 39th overall. And, uh, you know, generally speaking, uh, teams don't draft a goalie that high uh, if they don't have high hopes for him. And if you take a look at Vitek Vanacek historically, he has really stood on his head when it mattered most. Um, I know that he got off to a rough start in the series against the Florida Panthers. But if you take, you know, if you're able to look past that, you will see that Vitek Vanacek has been, uh, you know, fairly steady for the Washington Capitals. His career record is 41-22. Um, has a goals against average of 2.68 and a save percentage of 0.908. So, you know, like I'm saying, taking a look at the back of his hockey card, he is, his stats are not too bad, not too shabby at all. So that's what I'm talking about. In this podcast, I'm not trying to say that Vitek Vanacek or in the previous podcast that Ilya Samsonov should be the number one netminder. What I am saying, however, is that they are viable options as a backup netminder or a number two so before the Capitals make any hasty decisions and, and you know, kick uh, Vitek Vanacek or Ilya Samsonov down the road, they, they might want to stop and think about that decision a little bit and uh, just kind of take a look at uh, what they bring to the team. Because if you remember Vitek Vanacek, when he we lost him briefly to the expansion draft in Seattle, how up in arms were Washington Capitals fans that he had left? I mean, there was almost pandemonium uh, within the Washington Capitals. What are they going to do in that? We lost Vitek Vanacek. Well, some through some hocus pocus with uh, by Brian McClellan, he was able to to get uh, Vitek Vanacek back by sending Dylan and some draft picks up to Winnipeg and this and that. And anyway, we got uh, Vitek Vanacek back on the team, and um, that's what I'm talking about. Is that I know that it's easy to get caught up in temporary feelings but just kind of widen the lens and take a look at their stats, their analytics. And you will see that in this case, Vitek Vanacek is a pretty uh, solid netminder, at least as a number two. I can't overemphasize that enough as a number two. I still think that the Washington Capitals need to pick up that veteran netminder. Um, but that could be a long list of different players. I've heard Brayden Holpe coming back here for the nostalgia Washington Capitals fans. I've heard Marc-Andre Fleury, but it ultimately seems that Marc-Andre Fleury is not interested in coming to the Capitals. I think that it has to do mostly with his long history with the Penguins, you know, the bitter uh, bitter rivalry that has gone back and forth. And then more recently uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights when he, the Washington Capitals faced the Golden Knights in 2018, the Washington Capitals reigned victorious over the Golden Knights. So I think that ultimately that's what it's about. And I, I think the probability of Marc-Andre Fleury coming to the Capitals is rather small. So I think that the Capitals fans need to move on from that idea. But I think that they're gundling, you know, some players together or something like that to get that big marquee name netminder that they so sorely need. And I'm not so sure that it's Braden Holtby either. Um, so... You know, I think, like I say, that's for the nostalgia Washington Capitals fans, you know, the ones that are like, oh my God, this is 2018 all over again. I don't think that that's going to be the case. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but highly unlikely. But, you know, in this episode, Vitek Vanacek, I do think that he serves as a decent option as a backup netminder. I do think that he is a netminder that would do a good job as a starting netminder in a limited capacity. But um, you kind of saw, you know, overall when he the workload was on his shoulders more heavily, he seemed to falter a little bit more. 
Um, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Ultimately, I think that he would be a great backup uh, netminder for the Washington Capitals. So before we start going and making any hasty decisions saying, you know, we got to get Vitek Vanacek out there, take a look at, you know, who are they going to get to replace him? Because a lot of the free agents or restricted free agents out there, they have worse records than Vitek Vanacek in this example. So that's what I'm saying is you cannot um, just always make hasty decisions uh, before you start uh, parting with some of these integral parts of your team. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Vitek Vanacek. We'll take a look at his scouting report and what the outlook is for Vitek Vanacek. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their ha- warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Uh, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So head on over to Rock Auto. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Why spend all this extra money? Here's a good example. Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, only $216 from Rock Auto. So that's what I'm talking about. With the ever-increasing gas prices, you need to save money where you can. That is why you need Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Thanks for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So in this next segment, we are going to talk a little bit more about Vitek Vanacek. And, you know, that's what I'm talking about is that we can't just be willing to to part with these players so quickly. If you look at Vitek Vanacek, historically, Vanacek was named as the Capitals backup goaltender shortly before the 2020-21 season backing up Ilya Samsonov. However, Samsonov was placed on the COVID-19 protocol list in mid-January after only two appearances, and Vanacek was subsequently thrust into the spotlight for the Capitals. Vanacek started in his first NHL game on January 15th, 2021, saving 30 of 31 shots and earning his first victory as the Capitals defeated the Buffalo Sabres 2-1. And I think that that was kind of one of the moments that kind of fate with the wash. Um, option as as a uh, starting netminder for the Washington Capitals, and he went on to play quite a few games uh, based on the fact that uh, Henrik Lundqvist was out with a heart condition, and Ilya Samsonov spent a pretty good chunk of the season either under COVID protocol or disciplinary actions that was taken because of it. So Vitek Vanacek was the guy that was able to answer the bell and to help the Washington Capitals when they needed him, and it was just a fluke kind of accident in um, not the playoffs this year, but the year before where it was a groin injury where he went into full splits. And, you know, that great season that he had put together was over. But uh, all in all, uh, Vitek Vanacek played well. And, uh, you know, that's what he he's able to do is he seems to track the puck really well. I would say he has a slight advantage over Ilya Samsonov in that regard. Um, so, and that's the one thing about... 
uh, Vitek Vanacek is he is kind of more, I think, mechanically sound um, over Ilya Samsonov. But I ultimately think that either one of them make a, a decent option as a backup netminder for the Washington Capitals. And uh, that's why I think they need to kind of just, you know, take a closer look before they make any hasty decisions. Um you know, because like I say, some of the options out there aren't as great. Vanacek won NHL's Rookie of the Month for January 2021. He recorded his first NHL shutout on March 15th in a 6-0 victory over the Buffalo Sabres. When Sam Sonoff landed in protocol again, Vanacek started in Game 1 for the Washington Capitals in the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs. However, he was injured early in the game when he was replaced by Craig Anderson on July 21st, 2021, Vanacek was selected from the Capitals at the 2021 NHL expansion draft by the Seattle Kraken. The Kraken traded him back to the Capitals a week later for a second round pick in 2023. Vanacek's high save shutout came on January 28th, 2022, when the Capitals beat the Dallas Stars 5 to nothing. So that is, you know, just a bit of a history on Vitek Vanacek, you know, over time. I know that the most recent memory of him was getting yanked. Um, in the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Florida Panthers. And uh, I think that that is ultimately kind of what left a sour taste in many Washington Capitals fans' uh, mouths was the fact that, you know, this guy that was supposed to be so great, uh, better than uh, Ilya Samsonov, however, ends up getting yanked. And uh, I think that that is when, you know, a lot of people started to draw into question uh, if Vitek Vanacek had a future with the Washington Capitals. Now, the Capitals are in an interesting position right now because they have two RFAs in the form of Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek. And I don't think that they are going to sign both of them and possibly either of them. But what I'm trying to do in this podcast is I'm trying to make a case that I think that it's worth a second look. Because if you take a look at their stats or take a look at the back of their hockey card, if you will, their stats are pretty good overall. Like I was talking about earlier, if you take a look at Vitek Vanacek, career-wise, he is 41-22 with a goals against average of 2.68 and a .908 save percentage. And then in the 2021-2022 season, he has uh, 20 wins, 12 losses, a save percentage of .908 and a goals against average of 2.67. So not too shabby for a guy that they, you know, kind of want to kick down the road. And then if you take a look at the 20 season and the 21 season, he was 21 and 10. Uh, he had a 1031 um, shots against. He had a, a 936, uh, excuse me, he had a 0.908 save percentage and a 2.69 goals against. So again, those numbers are not too bad for a backup netminder. And that's what I'm saying. And I can't overemphasize it enough as I think he serves as a viable uh, number two netminder or number one, you know, uh, the, uh, 1A and a 1B, you know, whatever the termage is that you want to look at it. I think that, you know, he is a, a goalie that could, you know, bear uh, a starting role if called upon in limited capacity. But that's what I'm talking about. If you look at the RFAs out there right now, there is not a lot of great options as like a number two, because we all know that they need a great starting netminder. And there's a lot of questions out there as to who that will be exactly. And uh, I think those will be answered here, you know, by July anyway, and, uh, July anyway, where uh, free agency is coming out. So the Capitals do have a lot of questions about the future in net. And uh, that's what I'm trying to spotlight here is that I think that Vitek Vanacek, um, he deserves a second look before we just, you know, kick him on down the road. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk Vitek Vanacek and what is the future for Vitek Vanacek. We'll talk about that. But first. 
All right, welcome back. In this episode, we are talking about Vitek Vanacek in his role uh, on the Washington Capitals. And uh, I think that the outlook for him overall is pretty good. And like I say, and I've talked about in this podcast, is I think that ultimately, you know, he serves as a great backup for whoever they happen to choose um, as a number one netminder. His cap hit right now, you know, look at this, 716,667. Um, so that's not too bad. He's uh, on, you know, like I say, year three of a three-year contract. So he's an RFA right now. Uh, his career earnings with the Washington Capitals are four million two ninety two five hundred. So look at him. That is some value in Vitek Vanacek. I don't think that you will get him to sign another deal uh, under the at least a million dollar mark. Some people say that he is uh, due at least two million per year. So I think that he ultimately is uh, deserving of that. Um, if you take a look at that capitals, uh, kind of a bit more when he was an unproven commodity right now. Um, you know, I think that, you know, he is deserving a raise. So whatever team happens to pick him up, I think they will pay him more money. So the scouting report, um, on Vitek Vanacek is, is he has the reflexes, quickness and lateral movement needed to be a starting NHL goaltender. Also boasts a good glove hand, still needs to get stronger, has to improve at tracking pucks because many of the shots that get past him are from distance. And if you look um, at Hockey Viz or any of those websites out there, you see that that is, you know, his Achilles heel is those shots that are from distance. He has a hard time I don't know if there's guys screening him or what the case is, but that is the book on Vitek Vanacek is that he has a hard time stopping shots from great distance, is still learning the tendencies of shooters and how to acclimate himself to the smaller rinks in North America. Uh, long range potential from a scout here, talented goaltender with a little upside. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. I would say that the book on him, you know, the back of his hockey card is not as great as Ilya Samsonov. And that might catch a lot of people by surprise. I think that a lot of people just take a look at um, Ilya Samsonov and think that he's a joke out there. But actually, if you take a look at his stats, they're not too bad. But ultimately, you know, that was a scouting uh, report on uh, Vitek Vanacek and what they thought. But I still think that that is some of the issue that he has to this day is that uh, he has a hard time tracking the puck, um, especially some of the times from great distance. And when I was talking about earlier that he has a good time tracking the puck, that is from shots that are closer up uh, where sometimes Ilya Samsonov struggles in those situations. Um, so, I mean, I think that, you know, between Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov, you have two viable options uh, for really great netminders and for the Washington Capitals. So before they start, you know, parting with these netminders, they really need to start asking themselves some questions is, okay, between VTech and Ilya, who are we going to sign? I don't think that they have the money or I don't think they really want to sign both of them. So that's what it's going to come down to. And they're then, they're going to have to ask themselves, is which one of those netminers is best suited. I'm going to use the Pittsburgh Penguins example. They had Louis Domingue starting in net for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs. Do you think that that was in their beginning of the season to have him start in net? No way. So that's what I'm talking about is it's not even just the number one netminder. It's not just the number two netminder. You have to have depth throughout. I mean, they should have had someone better in that case for AHL affiliate uh, um, for, for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton, that's what I'm thinking of there. Better in-house than going with Louis 
Domingue, and not to disparage him as he played rather well, you know, considering, you know, he was just kind of thrust into it. If you heard, you know, different reports, he was just kind of eating some spicy rice and chicken. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he gets called into the game and actually played rather well. So bringing this back to the Capitals is that they that's what they need to look at. They need to assess their overall goaltending situation, what they have as a number two. And that's what we're talking about in these first two episodes here is who is going to be the backup. In the first episode, it was Ilya Samsonov. This episode is Vitek Vanacek. And to see what they have, I think that ultimately knee-jerk reaction, if I'm going to give you an answer of who the Washington Capitals will go with, it is going to be Ilya Samsonov. And why is it? Because they have more invested in him. He was drafted higher. Um, and just his overall stats are better than Vitek Vanacek's overall. You know, people have argued with me, no, what are you looking at? Well, I just rattled off the stats for you for him. So that the, the stats are the stats. And if that's what we're going by, that uh, uh, Ilya Samsonov is the better between the two of them. But I do think that if for whatever reason they cannot um, keep Ilya Samsonov, that Vitek Vanacek is a viable option as a number two netminder for the Washington Capitals. So that's what I'm talking about that, you know, uh, before, like I say, and I can't say that enough, just don't make any hasty decisions, you know, don't act on emotion um, that, you know, I want to get rid of this player because they did this or that. Uh, If you take a look at Vitek Vanacek's, um, his history uh, overall, he is actually pretty good. So just looking at some of the awards he won, games played in uh, 2021, uh, 21, uh, 37, that's the seventh most three-star awards rookie of the month in the 2020-21 season in January for wins in the 20 season 21-21 ranked seventh shutouts in the 21-22 season four that's sixth and minutes in the 2021 season two excuse me 21-15 that is 10th so just taking a look at it you know both of those net net minders that I've talked about in the last couple days here options as a number two option That's what I'm talking about. Number two for the Washington Capitals. So uh, that's, you know, before we make any hasty decisions, let's take a close look um, as to what we have in the organization. Thank you for making Lockdown Capitals your first listen. Now make your second listen. Lockdown NHL from first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss. Lockdown NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals.